Party Galardi podcast is about to start in three, two, one. And now, here's your host, Party Galardi. What is up, party people? You have found me. Yow! God, it feels good to be on the air, on the radio, on MP3, on Wave, whatever it is. Ah, it just feels good, damn it. I'm glad to be here finally. I'm glad to finally be bringing you some some info, some insight to the party Gilardi mind. And I know what you're thinking, like, what's the first episode going to be? Well, guess what, party people? We are already at episode 187. Yep, you missed it. You missed one through 186. <laughs> no, man, that's just how we do it. We're starting off in 187. So this is episode 187. And no, it's not because I'm a huge Ja Rule fan murder. Now, 187, I'll tell you how I got here. So Paul Reiser wrote the, <laughs> Paul Reiser wrote this book. I'm laughing because you're like, bullshit, you read a book party. <laughs> but Paul Reiser wrote this book called Parenthood. It was a great book, and I don't know why. I, I love stand-up comedians, and that's, that's coming in another episode. But um, he wrote this book, and he started off on page like 322 or something. And it was great because he said, look, I want to feel like I've accomplished something. So I'm starting out at 322. I don't have that much further to go. It's kind of like reading War and Peace. You know, there's 600 pages, 800 pages, whatever it is. And if you start at page one, you're like, oh, my God, I've got 699 more pages to go or whatever the number is. So if I start at 187, I feel like I've accomplished something. You as the listener goes, hey, man, I'm already halfway through. I've already read. Uh, I've already got to listen to one through 186. So it feels good for you. It feels good for me. We're starting at 187. Murder. No, I'm just kidding. That's a, just love Ja Rule. What can I say? That's, that's really the, the rhyme and the reason is I love Ja Rule. Damn it. I, I'm going to hashtag the shit out of Ja Rule. <laughs> Get all 40 of his fans to start following the Party Gallardi podcast. But hey, what the hell? Let's back up. What, what is Party Gallardi? What is the Party Gallardi podcast? Well, it's a little bit of comedy and a lot of life. That is it. And if you go to partygalardi.com, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. It's kind of cool how synonymous my website is and my voice. <laughs> so website looks great. I absolutely love it. I actually created it, which is, uh, which is even more kind of uh, crazy than the fact that I actually know how to design a website, I think. <laughs> So you can listen to it there. And if you can't, then call me up and, uh, or email me at party at partygalardi.com and I'll fix it 
or I'll watch a YouTube video on how to fix it. YouTube is the fucking lifeblood of me right now. It's crazy. It is the best. So let's get back to me, 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 me. That's why I'm here. It's all about me. Listen to me. Look at me. Uh, go to the website, partygalardi.com. Very easy. So what are you going to expect in these podcasts coming out? I mean, it's a little bit of comedy and a lot of life. We've discussed that, but what are you going to expect? Well, the Party Gallardi podcast is really intended to bring you the freshest takes on some of the best conversation pieces. That's really it, people. We're going to talk about sex. Yes. We're going to talk about money. Hell yes. We're going to talk about living well. Eh, politics. Fuck no. We're not talking about politics. That's not happening here. We're going to talk about drinking. We're going to talk about Vegas. Going to talk about guns. Going to talk about whore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, the list goes on and on. Who knows what we're going to talk about, but I for sure as shit am not talking politics. Uh, I have zero interest in that. So if you, uh, if you uh, want to talk politics, then I am not your guy and this is not the airwaves to listen to. All right. So what else are you going to do? You're going to go check me out on social media. Damn it. You're going to go to party Gallardi podcast for just about everything. You go to Instagram, you go to SoundCloud, which is going to have all the same stuff you're going to hear on party So party Gallardi podcast on IG, Facebook, and SoundCloud. And then if you go to Twitter, you know how they do. They like to shorten everything. So it's party Gallardi pod. Yeah, I know a little bit shorter, but no big deal. The website, again, I'm telling you, you're going to have the Twitter feed there on the side. You're going to have a little information about uh, me and the podcast and, you know, just, just some general stuff you probably already know. Uh, my approach to, you know, podcasting. It's just about making it fun, making it interesting, and hopefully I'm bringing some smiles to your fat face. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. You don't have a fat face. You're so pretty. <laughs> so what else we got? All right, let's talk about episode 187, damn it. I even made notes. Look at Notes, people. What the hell? I'm actually taking this seriously. Oh, let me tell you. On the Party Gallardi podcast uh, uh, webpage, you're going to have a gallery there. You're going to have all the social media tools. And there's this little button that says donate. <laughs> so if you've got some spare change, you can either give it directly to me, like just put it in my pocket, like around Christmas time is awesome. Somebody's got to pay for this equipment. And Mrs. Party Gallardi, listen, she wants her ROI, man, her return on her investment, okay? She's looking for the, uh, the money to come back through the credit card cards and through the donate button, okay, to pay off those credit cards. So make it happen, party people. Going back to my notes. What are we talking about? So today's episode, episode 187 of the PGP, Party Gallardi Podcast. We're talking about shit that bugs me. <laughs> let's, just, let's just go right for it, okay? So we're going to talk about stuff that, um, uh, you know, it's just bad manners. It's poor etiquette. It's all the above, but it's really, really stuff that has bothered me. And I know, I know I, I should just let it go. Just, just get over it. Gallardi. Come on, man. You're, you're in kind of an adult man, <laughs> you know, just let it go. I'm going to start off with my number one thing though. I'm telling you that if you've known me for any, any time whatsoever, you already know what this number one is of shit that bugs me. Smacking your gum. God damn it. Stop it, people. <laughs> You're adults out there. It is so disgusting when you smack your gum. And I'll tell you how this all started for me. This, was, this goes back to high school. I mean, we're talking 30 years ago. My best friend in high school, um, won't mention his name, Frank. <laughs> I'm very quick to throw people under the bus. You just watch, all right? We got some, we got some bus driving coming up soon, all right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. His name wasn't Frank. It was uh, Frankie. <laughs> 
<laughs> disguised his name for him. Anyway, smacking gum. This guy used to talk, smack his gum, just be standing there, smacking his gum. And it, it, it just drove me nuts. I, if I smack my gum, I feel so bad for doing it. I, I feel less than, I mean, serious. It's like that much of a, a, of a turnoff to me. But I asked him one day, and I, this is, I'm telling you, this is going back to high school. We're 15, 16, 17 years old. And I'm like, dude, why do you smack your gum? Can you, can you just stop smacking your gum? And he goes, his little, seriously, his answer to me was because it feels good. So he smacks his gum because it feels good. I have never heard anything more ridiculous than that. I, and I have tried it. I have literally tried. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel any better. I mean, I can hear it and I don't want to hear it. So people stop smacking your gum. Number two. All right. Elbows on the table. Oh my God. I, I mean, are you tired? <laughs> are you sleepy? How do you go to dinner? I've seen couples do this and, and I seriously do not understand how, how did two people in this universe that have such, um, I don't know, poor etiquette, low etiquette, low, uh, such shitty manners. I mean, how, how did they get together in this world? And maybe that's, maybe that's, uh, you know, a positive and a negative, uh, like the magnets and they, they, you know, they hook up, whatever, but having your elbows on the table. And I see this more often than not, uh, from women, but I see it at dinner. Uh, at restaurants and stuff. And when somebody's like lying there <laughs> eating a steak or a burger or whatever, I'm thinking, how fucking tired? How long was your day? Because you know it's not the first time they've done that and they do it all the time and that's just how they eat. But it, it, it's such a low class type of thing. I, I mean, get your elbows off the table. We learn this as children and yet you're still doing it 20 years later, 30 years later. I really don't get how you could. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go up to a table. I want you to sit down. I want you to take your left elbow, put it on the table. Right elbow, put it on the table. Now, pretend you've got a plate in front of you and you've got a fork in one hand and a knife in the other hand. Now, I want you to try and actually pretend that you're going to try and cut that steak or pick up that burger with your elbows on the table. You either A, have to spread your elbows out way, way, way wide, but if you've got them pretty much upright in line with your shoulders and stuff, you, you look like a T-Rex. And I mean, I'm getting this on video, so you're going to see what, <laughs> what I'm talking about here if you don't have any arms. Because I know for the people that don't have any arms, listen, you're not missing anything, all right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're missing a whole hell of a lot. I'm sorry you don't have any arms, but uh, I've gotta, I'm going to put a YouTube video on here so you can see exactly what I'm talking about, this T-Rex style. So you're trying to eat a burger, and you can't even grab it because your, your elbows are on the table. But guess what? If you took those elbows off those tables, or the table, you probably couldn't have them on two tables unless you're sitting in the middle of two tables. But nevertheless, if you took your elbows off the table, you would feel so uplifted and so good good about yourself and you'd sit up straight, damn it, and be awesome. And people would uh, applaud when you ate that hamburger or that steak for eating like a, a, a human being. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'd get a standing ovation for finishing that prime rib. Yeah. Take your fucking elbows off the table, people. All right. <laughs> that's, that's it right there. Talking with food in your mouth. I mean, this is, this is all food mouth centric. I think <laughs> it's like, I, I, I don't know. It, it, we're going to keep going here. All right. I'm going to try and get through this. Um, Talking with food in your mouth or uh, eating with food in your mouth. And, and I just, 
man, don't, don't you have any friends that have told you don't do that? Don't you have any friends that have, are, are better friends than, than me, than party, <laughs> that have told you it's inappropriate? I mean, that's a great word. My niece knows what that means, that it's inappropriate. Now, she's 10 years old, so I'm gonna compare you to a 10-year-old if you do any of these top three things. Now, let's recap in case you forgot. Smacking gum and the elbows on the table. Third one is talking with food in your mouth. Are you that person? <laughs> you need to look at yourself and stop doing those three things because I guarantee you, you're gonna do the other 15 things I've got listed here. And that's not good. It's not, it ain't good, all right? It's not proper etiquette and you were raised better than that. And if you weren't raised better than that, then come over to my house for a weekend and my wife and I will whoop your ass into shape because we don't eat like that, right? We don't smack our gum. And when we do, we say, excuse me, all right? Like proper adults. Damn it, this is the adult show, okay? All right, so eating with your mouth open. I mean, I don't even have to explain why that is an irritant to me. It's, it's insane that you would even, even attempt to do that. There's no reason to do that. I don't wanna hear that it feels good. This one, oh, this next one coming up. Something that I just, listen, bad children. Bad children. We've all seen them, and, and I am sure that parenting is the hardest thing you can do. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's extremely mentally challenging and difficult. I am not trying to knock parents in any way. But let me just tell you a story, <laughs> All right? So I heard some parents the other day counting, saying, I'm, you know how the mom always said, I'm gonna count to five, I'm gonna count to two, whatever the number is. But I literally heard a parent say, and I hear the, these parents say this all the time, I'm gonna count to five. Do you know the kind of shit I could have done <laughs> up to five when I was a kid, when I was nine, 10, 12 years old, whatever? I mean, are you still counting when you're 12 years old? I don't know. All right, so we'll say anywhere from uh, uh, five to 10 years old, if you're in that age range and you're counting to five for your kid. First of all, if you're 10, you should know better and there's no counting. There is just, here's my belt, here's your ass. Bam! <laughs> so I'm sorry, that's not PC anymore. We can't do that. You know, we can't spank our children or reprimand them because then somebody's gonna pull out their fucking camera and videotape it. It's ridiculous. Put the camera away. All right. That don't worry, that's coming. That's coming. Bad children counting to five. So you know how much I mean, I could have burned a fucking place down if you if my mom would have given me till five. My mom gave me till three. And at two and a half, she was already smacking me. <laughs> you know, so it's like, whoa, what happened to three here, lady? It's like there's no second chance. There's no four and a half, four and three quarters. No, get to my mom would get to three as fast as she can. Well, one, two, three. <laughs> what the hell? I don't even have time to even get better, to get right, and you're already smacking me. Oh my God. Bad children though. Letting your kids run around places, letting your letting your uh oh, hold on. Just remind me of one. Dogs. All right, I'm gonna write dogs down. Hold on, dogs in stores. <laughs> that's, that's another one coming. That's gonna be on the back of my list though. But bad children, letting your kids run around all the place and, and just completely ignoring them like they're not your kids. Lady, we saw you walk in with them. We saw you ignoring them while you're texting on your cell phone. I, I was in a, a coffee bean today and this woman is texting on her cell phone while her little like three, four-year-old kid is running all around coffee bean. And I mean, there's stairs there, there's glass there, there's hot beverages there, there's people walking with hot beverages. Dude, put your phone down, go put your kid in the car seat, you know, when you're in the car with the AC on and stuff like that, I'm not saying lock your kid in the car. You know, it's 80 degrees outside. Kid's going to die. 
But bad children, counting to five is ridiculous. Whatever happened? I know what happened. I know what the answer is because I've already said what the answer is. It was the damn cell phones. It was people being too PC. You can't do this to your children. You can't do that to your children. Bullshit. We are raising pussies out there. Kids, we got to toughen them up a little bit. I can't tell you how many times I was punched in high school. Nowadays, it's like, oh, let me write you a, a I, I'm mad at you note or something like that. And, you know, going back to like everybody's seen the commercial participation awards. I never fucking got a participation award. There was first, second and third. You know what you did with second and third? You fucking threw it away. <laughs> it's like first only mattered. Not playing the sport, not trying. That doesn't matter. What are you teaching these kids by telling them that it's okay to try? Sure, it's okay to try. I mean, that's a great message, but you don't need to give them an award about it. Now I heard parents complain about the, uh, they've got sixth grade graduation ceremonies now. Fuck, are you kidding me? That's, that's a deal? <laughs> that's, that's something that we've got to go to now? As, uh, I mean, I'm not a parent, but you know, if I had uh, somebody graduate in sixth grade, you mean that's something I got to go spend money for to go to? Just give me a certificate. Let me go to seventh grade. All right. When I graduate high school, then you do the ceremony. And when I graduate college, that's when you throw the fucking party. Not sixth grade. Come on, man. I mean, this just it's just uh, juicing people for all they got. So now I'm on a different rant. But hey, keep your children in check. All right. <laughs> Before I come over there, damn it. I'll count to three on the parents. That's what I should do. You're lucky if I get to two. All right, what else? Uh, poor attire. Oh, my God. You know, this is, it's getting out of hand, people. You've got to have some self-respect. Ladies, you cannot wear yoga pants everywhere. Stop it. I am, I hate this trend. I was in, again, coffee bean. These girls are wearing yoga pants. I know they did not just come from yoga. They weren't sweaty. They weren't just going to, nobody drinks hot coffee and then goes to yoga. They just don't do it. You either get up in the morning and you go to yoga and then you go get a drink afterwards, but you are sweaty. I can tell you've been to yoga or you've been working out. These girls are using yoga pants as a fashion accessory and it's got to stop. You need to wear gym clothes to the gym. You need to wear proper attire when you, I interviewed a kid today. This kid's trying to get a job at my company, had ample, ample time to get ready for the interview. I remember back in the day when I would go for an interview, I would put on a suit. Most of the time I would wear a tie and I would go because I wanted that job. This kid shows up in like a nicely pressed, like polo style shirt, short sleeve. It, it was not that it was not a hundred degrees in the Valley. And he's showing up with that and shirt was untucked and nice looking kid, very presentable, you know, beard was trim and all that stuff or even shaved, whatever. But you don't show up to a job that you're trying to get in a short sleeve, like t-shirt, you know, or, or a, a polo shirt, whatever. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate to go uh, from LAX to JFK to New York in cargo shorts and flip-flops, dudes. All right. I know you want to be comfortable, but this is a four and a half, five and a half, maybe hour flight. You can be comfortable in a nice pair of jeans, maybe some running shoes and a nice pressed shirt, maybe even a button down. Do I dare? I mean, it's, it's crazy. I fly those flights too. You don't need to wear cargo shorts to be comfortable. You can be comfortable in a pair of, back in the day, remember when people used to go to baseball games wearing hats and suits and stuff? God forbid I understand it's a baseball game, but God forbid we put on a collared shirt. That's all I'm asking. Like, just just be a little more, 
have a little more self-respect, be a little more presentable at, at certain occasions. I don't want to see, I'll, I'll give you another story. I worked with this woman. She would wear open-toed shoes and, and man, oh man, I, I don't know if she's ever gotten a pedicure, but you would think that you'd look down at your feet every once in a while. I mean, she wasn't like an obese person, so she could see her feet. And even if she was obese, she probably had sat down at one point to where she put her feet up and could see her feet, but to wear open-toed shoes slash like sandals to a work environment with your busted ass feet like that, that's just, I mean, I would never dream of going to work with flip-flops or, or shorts. I mean, unless it was like casual Friday shorts, Hawaiian day. Okay, fine. But on a day-to-day basis, I'm in a suit. And my job doesn't require me to be in a suit. I have pride in my job. I want to be presentable. I want to be presentable at all times. Now, yes, there are those occasions where I got to go to CVS Pharmacy later or Rite Aid later across the street. I'm probably going to be wearing some shorts and flip-flops. I'm not saying get dressed up for those occasions. I'm talking about for movie theaters, airlines. You know, you're, you're going to the airport and stuff. You're taking a, a trip. You're going somewhere. Be excited about that. Show some pride in yourself. I just, I, I don't know, really, really bothers me. Restaurants, another thing. I mean, you're just so sloppy. Your elbows are on the table and you're wearing your yoga pants and the this and the that, and you're both texting or you know watching YouTube videos or something like that. No offense in YouTube or Facebooking, whatever. Enjoy each other's company, and that's coming. Don't worry. Uh, what else? Uh, talking on the cell phone. Let's just get into it. Talking on the cell phone when you're with your friends. Talking on the cell phone, period. Literally today, in the crosswalk, a lot happened to me today, so that's probably why I'm doing this podcast here. In the crosswalk, I mean, this is a big four, four and a half, five lane intersection that, w- that I was crossing to go over to uh, get something to eat from my office building. These two guys, one on each, uh, each corner, each opposite side, they were both staring down at their phones. Now, I went off the corner, the, the, the sidewalk there, into the crosswalk to cross the road. The guy next to me didn't even look up, just followed suit. He just kind of like out of the corner, peripheral vision of his eye, he saw me and just went for it and never looked up through the entire intersection. Now, if I'm driving and I'm on the freeway, I seriously see somebody texting next to me, and I see, I see everybody doing this, girls and guys, but they're using both hands on the freeway, uh, texting or, or looking at Facebook or whatever they're doing. I will purposefully move my car up forward because they're not paying attention, and they're just watching me again out of their peripheral, and they're inching forward also. And I'm telling you, I'm going to be able to, and this sounds horrible, get somebody in an accident next to me because, because they can't be off their phone for 45 minutes. I mean, listen, we, we all do it. We all text and drive and we all, listen, I, I'm just as guilty as you guys are. But as a society, as people, as being considerate for one another, we have to get off the phone. We have to make a better attempt to, to, to distract ourselves from being distracted on the cell phone. I read a stat that uh, millennials touch their phone 45 times a day, just their phone, 45 times. When the hell do you have time to work? And, and no, you're not working on your cell phone, so don't give me that answer. But I'm serious, like these guys, they, they went through this crosswalk, didn't even look up one time, didn't ask how I was doing. People on the elevator in my building, I live on the 10th floor in downtown LA. 
People get on the elevator on their cell phone. There is no cell reception in any elevator, especially a building built in 1909 where you're surrounded by concrete walls in a metal elevator. There is no internet access, and yet you're on your phone texting, looking at Facebook, trying to click on Instagram, whatever. You didn't say hi to me. I might have said hi to you or something like that, but as soon as I see somebody getting on the elevator with their uh, cell phone in their hand and they're not even paying attention at 7.45 in the morning or 7.30 in the morning, it's like you wake up and you go right to your cell phone. I mean, it's, it's, it's an addiction. That's seriously, bottom line, it's an addiction. You've got to try and break it. Going to lunch with somebody when they're constantly on their phone is the worst thing possible. And at all costs, I will make them pay for lunch if they've ruined my lunch by being on their cell phone the entire time. It makes no sense to invite me to lunch, to go out to, with me to lunch, if you're not gonna enjoy lunch with me. Saw these two girls, they were having, uh, it was like pickup sticks or Chipotle, whatever. They walk in together, they're standing side by side, young 20 something girls. Uh, they're both on their cell phone. And one thing I understand about the ladies is that they carry a purse, they kind of put it in their crutch of their arm, they've got their cell phone in the same like arm, hand, and the cell phone's on the entire time that they're standing there, but they're doing nothing. And the same thing with these girls. The one girl had their purse in her arm and she kind of had her elbow bent a little bit to hold her purse up and her cell phone went dark. So basically it was, you know, no action for 30 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever it was. She literally held down her little iPhone button, turned the phone back on, see if anything happened. She didn't touch the screen. She didn't do anything. She has turned it back on because the illumination of the screen put her at ease, I guess. She didn't even touch anything. She didn't look to see if she had a message. She didn't check an email. She, she just wanted the illumination of the screen. Now she's with her girlfriend next to her and they're standing there and they're both on their phone and they're doing nothing. They're not talking to each other. They're not even touching their phone. And at one point the other girl got on Instagram or something like that and started doing something and it's insane. I mean, just back in my day, it's crazy. It's crazy to even think about this. I'm telling you, it's crazy to even think that you, before there was Tinder, before there was all these other dating websites out there and stuff, we would actually have to go up and talk to girls and ask them out. <laughs> I'm serious. We would, I mean, you couldn't, there was no cell phones when I was growing up. I mean, that, that's how awesome my era is compared to your era. Am I thankful for the smartphone? Absolutely. But it's, it, there's got to be a limitation. I mean, it's, it's, it's a disease. You have a disease, okay? But you have to, you, back in the day, you used to have to go back and, and ask girls out. Um, there was no hiding behind a text message or swipe right or swipe left, whatever. It was like you had to, I mean, be almost like want to equate it to being a stand-up comedian. You had to have a little fear, you know, or the fear was definitely in you by the uh, fear of rejection, but you had to have a little humility to go up there and say, Hey, you want to go out sometime? No. All right. Later, bitch. <laughs> that was the standard answer. But what I'm saying is like, just get off the cell phone. Oh man. What else? One thing that I know a lot of my friends don't have a problem with, but I do is splitting the check, going to dinner and then saying, well, here's my credit card and here's my credit card. Let's split it. I've just not built that way. Either you pay or I pay. And generally how I like to work it is, you know, now lunch might be a little bit different if you're going out with one of your buddies or something like that. Uh, but even then I, I just, I feel weird if like I say, well, I just want, you know, a burrito for me and then he can pay on his own type thing. I mean, I know you don't say that, but just the, just the notion of him 
him pain and then me pain is, is kind of weird, but you go out to dinner with like a couple and I'm telling you, it's like, I'll buy one, you buy the next one. We're going to hang out again, right? Now, if we're not going to hang out again, then fuck yeah, let's split the check or just you pick it up because I don't want to be stuck with this. And sometimes, listen, I, I understand that friends may not have um, the kind of money that, that, that I have, or I may not have the kind of money that you have, but listen, we're not going to go to Mastro's every single time. We're not going to go to Roos Chris Steakhouse or, or the Palm or something like that. We're going to go to a nice, you know, sensible sushi dinner or something, uh, an Italian restaurant, whatever. We'll find a happy medium when we're deciding on where to go, but splitting the check just seems... I mean, I get it. I get the concept. I'm just not built that way. So that is one of my pet peeves that I just can't, uh, I just can't do it. You know, just can't, can't, can't make it happen. Sorry, guys. Um, getting close to me while you're talking. I don't understand that move. If I back up and you can sense that I'm backing up because you have to get closer to talk to me, back the fuck up. <laughs> right? It's either A, because you have bad breath or B, because I don't want my personal space invaded. And it's really mostly about B. I don't want my personal space invaded. Please give me room. I say when you stick out your arm and you've, you, you can touch the other person's like chest or, or shoulder, um, that's the perfect distance for me, an arm's length away. I think that's perfect. There's no reason to be any closer than that unless, of course, you have to whisper something. Then if you have to whisper something, get real close. Or just text it to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't, don't text to me. I hate texting. Oh, my God. Pick up the phone. Yeah, that's another one. Let's just add that real quick. If it goes past three text messages, you need to pick up the phone and call me. And if it's a business-related question that you're asking me via text, what the hell is wrong with you? You need to pick up the phone and ask me because you cannot answer a business-related question via text message. It's insane. So don't text me. Call me. These, these are important matters. And especially after three text messages, it's crazy. You just go back and forth and back and back and forth. It's, it's insane. I see this all the time in downtown LA, people just dropping their trash wherever they're at. I see it, people throwing out wrappers from McDonald's or fast food or Coke cans while they're driving and shit. How fucking lazy are you to clean out your car when you get home? How lazy are you to pull over at the McDonald's that you just came from to put your trash away? I'm, I'm t I can honestly tell you, I don't do this. Toothpick wrappers. I love toothpicks. I use toothpicks all the time. I put those in my pocket, and when I get home, I throw them away. I don't even throw away a toothpick wrapper. Gum wrappers. Nope. Goes on the bottom of my uh, passenger seat car. I clean them out at the end of the day. Got a clean car. I don't have a dirty ground. Why do people think that this is acceptable to do? People waiting at the bus stop. See it all the time. Oh, I'm done with that. Just drop it here. Dude, that, that's, that's grotesque. It's awful. It's a horrible, horrible trait about a person that does that. Oh, what else? What else? Dragging your feet. Oh, my God. I can't believe I almost forgot that one. I don't know what it is, but dragging your feet is absolutely laziness. It's, it, it goes back to just having some, some pride in yourself, I think. Now, I, I'm, I know I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. I'm telling you already, but it's predominantly with the Asian community. Sorry, honey. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, my wife is Asian. She does not do that, though. She does not drag her feet. So I don't understand how she can't do it, but yet an almost entire other you know, culture does do it. She, she's Asian. She's Chinese. She's Cambodian. She doesn't drag her feet. It's 
it's lazy. Are, 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 do your feet hurt? Are you tired? Is that what it is? Maybe you need to take a break. But dragging it, shh, shh, shh. I hear people behind me doing this all the time. And I stop, I turn around, I look at them, they still drag their feet. I give them a dirty snarl. And when you see a party galardy dirty like that, you're like, oh, shit, I better stop doing whatever he thinks I'm doing, <laughs> you know? But dragging your feet, it's just, it's, uh, it's weird to me. It just seems so lazy. I don't know, maybe they were wearing yoga pants or something that day and got tired from working out. Interrupting. Oh, why are you interrupting me? You asked me a question, damn it. Why are you interrupting me? You asked me a question, then you're going to interrupt me and tell me a different answer or different question or something like that. It's insane. It's, it's, it kind of goes along with like grammar and people saying like and repeating, um, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You ever talk to somebody on the phone and all they do is go, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the hell was that? Seriously, that is such an irritant to me. I'm talking to you on the phone and I can barely concentrate on what I'm saying because all I hear is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or when somebody's talking to me and they go, know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying because you haven't said anything. You ever listen to those kind of things, uh, um, like somebody talk or YouTube, whatever, and, uh, or more, Maury Povich for that fact. <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? And everything is, you know what I'm saying? Know what I'm saying? So the other day, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the other day, yeah, I know what the other day is. I do know what you're saying about the other day, but wh- what are you doing the other day? <laughs> Tell me the story. Get to the point. These ones is not proper grammar. There's no such thing as these ones. I hear this at like shoe stores or electronic stores. Yeah, these ones are good. No, those are good. That's how you, that's how you correct that real quick, all right? These ones makes you sound stupid, all right? Stop sounding stupid. No such thing as these ones, idiots. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, what else I got for you? Dogs. All right, that's the last one. You all know that I am a big, big dog fan. And we just put our dog down about three or four months ago. Very, very sad to do that. I love dogs. I would never, never dream of bringing my dog into a store unless, unless I am on vacation. Cause this has happened to me like in Palm Springs, visiting my parents and the dog happens to be in the car or something like that. Or we happen to be shopping and away from home on the way to somewhere and we have to take our dog into a store because we obviously can't leave him in the car in 115 degree weather. But I'm telling you that it's, it's very minute circumstances. I see people bringing their dog into Whole Foods, which it, the, I mean, the police should be able to shoot the owner right there. <laughs> the security guard should be able to tackle the owner and let the dog free because there should be no dogs around food. You go into a fast food restaurant, you have a dog, get the fuck out. There is no reason why we're allowing this. It makes no sense to me. Leave your car running then and turn the air on. That's what you do. Or guess what? I mean, this, this is crazy talk. I'm telling you, it's crazy talk. Leave your fucking dog at home. (laughs) Your dog's going to be fine. Lock him in the bedroom, turn the air on, give him some toys. Dog's going to be fine. I promise you, your dog won't be lonely. Now, if your dog barks, guess what? Then you got to take your dog to obedience school. You got to stop that shit. Be a better dog owner. But taking your dog into these stores and carrying your dog or dog strollers. Now, listen, if you're an elderly person and you can't lift up your dog, I get it. No problem with that whatsoever. But I see people walk around with dog strollers and I, I, I want to strangle them. <laughs> it, it's fucking crazy. 
Why are these dogs being pushed around? Dogs have two more legs than humans, so they can, they can kind of share the weight responsibility, probably wouldn't get as tired as us. And if your dog's that tired, if you've been out that long all day, pick up your dog, totally acceptable. I totally understand that. But please don't put your dog in a stroller. Please don't carry your dog around in one of those like doggy travel box bag things, whatever. I'm cool with that if you're going from point A to point B, but like walking around with it around the mall and stuff or taking your dog to the mall. I, 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 why? Your dog's not shopping. Your dog doesn't have any currency. <laughs> your dog doesn't carry Bitcoin. What the hell? Anyway, so listen, I, I'm beat. That's, that's the first one right there. Almost 40 minutes, kids. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of proud of it. You know, we're, we're laying it down. We're going to learn as we go. That's the Party Gilardi Podcast, episode 187. Social media, hit me up on Party Gilardi Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Twitter is Party Gilardi Pod. SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud Party Gilardi Podcast. And, of course, PartyGilardi.com. Email is party at Party Gilardi. You've got some comments. You've got some concerns. You've got some whatevs. You can send it to party at PartyGilardi.com or just come up and give me a big hug when you see me. That's all I ask for. All right, party people, have an enjoyable week. I love you. Thanks for tuning in. Can't wait to lay down some more tracks for you, and I promise they will get better, and uh, there'll be some good ones, all right? I promise. Talk to you later. Peace.